This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning. This is Marshall Davis. The further we get into the Gospel of John, the closer we come to the core of John's Gospel of non-duality. The structure of the Gospel up to this point has been seven I am sayings of Jesus accompanied by seven teachings that Jesus gave. In the 15th chapter, we have the last of these sayings. He says here, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Then a couple of verses later, he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. In fleshing out this metaphor, Jesus talks a lot about abiding, abiding in him. Some translations will use the word dwell or remain, but I like the word abide because it means to make one's home in, as in the word abode. It means to live in. Jesus says, abide in me and I in you. This is my awareness of Christ. I abide in Christ and Christ in me. In our local newspaper, there is a, a regular religious column written by an evangelical and political conservative. The title of his most recent article was Turned Off by Religion. In the article, the author repeats the evangelical mantra, It's not about religion, it's about relationship, a relationship with Jesus Christ. When I hear that, I respond, it's not about religion or relationship. It's about reality. A relationship with God and Christ is fine. I was an evangelical for decades, so I know all about that and I preach that until I went beyond relationship and found that there is, in reality, no I to have a relationship. A relationship is by nature dualistic. To be in a relationship, there has to be at least two. But in reality, there isn't. It is one, non-dual. Devotional religion and pietism are all relationship with God. And that is fine as far as it goes. It is a genuine path to God. It is one of the paths acknowledged in Hindu spirituality, for example. It's called bhakti. But there is more to spirituality than relationship with God, understood as a divine person. There is the reality of the universe, which is non-dual. So it's not about religion or relationship. It is about identity. Identity with God where there is no longer two. As Jesus said, I and the Father are one. This is a quantum leap beyond relational Christianity. I know because I have experienced both. 
What I'm talking about here is union with God or abiding in Christ. A dualistic relationship with Christ is nothing compared to being one with Christ. In Christ we are one with God and we are one with all of creation, with all that is. In this union there is no distinction between us and not us. In unitive awareness, the individual self that appears to be in relationship with God dissolves. It is seen through as a psychological fiction, which means that all of its relationships are in reality fiction. Instead, there's only one, which can be called reality, but there really is no good name for this. I use the name God, but it's not the theistic concept of God. Meister Eckhart calls this the God beyond God, or the Godhead, it includes the personal God. But it is beyond the personal God, in the same way that the personal God is beyond an idol made of stone. Paul Tillich calls this God beyond God being itself, or the ground of being. This is what we really yearn for when we desire a closer relationship with God. The insufficiency of the traditional evangelical gospel is why so many evangelicals end up leaving the fold, and many of them abandon Christianity completely. This exodus from Traditionally conceived Christianity is an epidemic these days. If a relationship with, with Jesus was really as fulfilling as evangelicals say it is, then no one would ever abandon it. And yet there are growing numbers of deconversions from Christianity to atheism. And there are dropouts from the church by people who decide to now call themselves spiritual but not religious. And the politicizing of evangelical Christianity and the rise of Christian nationalism has only accelerated this trend. People are outgrowing evangelicalism. There is a church in our region, a kind of a wannabe evangelical megachurch that I refer to as a starter church. It is a good place to get people started in Christianity, but it is elementary level spirituality. It's very helpful for those people who are beginning the spiritual life, but that type of religion can only bring people so far. When people start to grow, then they end up leaving the church because the church cannot bring them any further. It's kind of like a child growing up and leaving home. That's a good thing. The church thinks these people that are leaving are falling away or backsliding, but in fact they are outgrowing that type of Christianity. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit he prunes so that it may bear more fruit. God prunes our lives. He prunes it of dead religion. Dead wood has to be trimmed 
and even good wood has to be pruned back to produce fruit for eternal life. This can be a painful experience, but it is necessary. Growth and fruitfulness demand pruning. This process is called the via negativa, the negative way. It is a way of removing everything from our lives, from our thinking, that is not God. One discovers true God by removing from one's life all forms of fake God. It's like peeling back the layers of an onion. There are layers and layers of fake God in traditional religion. And God peels back the layers from our lives and throws them away. God removes all the idols. And when the last layer is removed, nothing remains. And then we see that Everything is God. I know this sounds contradictory, but it's real. God takes away everything until nothing is left. And what remains is God or the true self. Spirituality is abiding in that true self, which is called Christ. This is abiding in Christ. A healthy spirituality is not content or satisfied or finished until this happens. Until the self, the ego, is no more. And one is united with God so there is no separation between us and the divine. There are no boundaries between who we are and who God is and what the universe is, all is one. This reality is simply what is. This is unitive awareness, which some spiritual traditions call liberation or awakening or enlightenment or satori or moksha or nirvana or a dozen other terms. It is oneness, non-dual awareness, union with God. This is what Jesus calls abiding in him. Jesus says, abide in me and I in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, but must remain in the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bear as much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing. In reality, there is no difference between the vine and the branches. They are one. You cannot tell where one ends and the other starts. And so it is with God and us. In the very next verse, Jesus says, If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and dries up and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. That has traditionally been interpreted by many preachers as a warning about being thrown into hell. That is not what this is about. This is not a threat. This is a promise. It is the casting off of ego. Everything that is not of God must be thrown out. Even Paul knew this. In Philippians, he lists everything 
about his spiritual life. And then he says, But whatever things were gained to me, these things I have counted loss because of Christ. More than that, I count all things loss in the surpassing greatness of knowing Jesus Christ my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, so that I may gain Christ and be found in him. The original Greek text is actually much stronger than that. The word that's translated rubbish actually means excrement. You heard me right. Paul used the S word from the Pope, and he flushed religion down the toilet in order to abide in Christ. The spiritual life is a process of elimination, pun intended. We search for what we really are and what God really is. We examine our lives carefully and discard everything that is not eternal. This is called self-inquiry or God-inquiry, depending whether you are approaching the spiritual search by looking for God or by looking for one's true self. It ends up being the same search and the same destination, but it can be approached from either direction, or in my case, was approached from both directions at once, kind of like digging a tunnel from both ends until they meet in the center. And at that meeting in the center, one sees one's true self, or God. At that moment of seeing, illusion falls away, and one is face to face with reality. Jesus then talks about the results of this union. He says, you will remain in my love. These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. He also says there are costly consequences to the spiritual union. He speaks at length about religious persecution. He says, if the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own, but because you are not of the world, the world hates you. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you as well. All these things they will do to you on account of my name, because they do not know the one who sent me. This message of abiding in Christ, union with the divine, oneness with God, is not received warmly by the institutional church. According to the Gospel of John, they are the ones that got Jesus executed on the charge of blasphemy. Jesus says in the opening lines of the next chapter, they will ban you from the congregation. An hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think that he is offering a service to God. These things they will do because they have not known the Father or me. So don't be surprised if this Gospel of non-duality is not received well by your evangelical friends or family or even those in the traditional mainline churches. This is the way it has to be. It's the way of the cross, which Jesus will talk about shortly. It's the way that has always been and will be until the kingdom of God is realized on earth as it is in heaven. That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. 
That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.